Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day and honored to be connecting in with you on the author's journey, where we talk with amazing best-selling authors and experts and influencers in the space of publishing and invite them to a candid conversation of really understanding how this space works. What does it take to bring a best-selling book for what is that experience like and what did they learn on the process what are some of the behind the scenes things that uh, aren't necessarily in the book but perhaps why they brought it forward or what they're hoping it achieves or why they designed the cover the way they did and and insight and tips they can give you for your journey so I'm thrilled to have you joining us today and in February I feel like we were off to a great start in the year perhaps you had at the beginning of the year your goal that you're going to bring your book forward. And so I want to encourage you to check in on that and to make sure that my tip for the day is to make sure that you are building time in your calendar because it doesn't just happen. Um, and it's so easy to all eventually someday kind of get to it and kind of poke at it every once in a while. It's really easy to not get it done. So I'm going to encourage you to really carve out time, serious time in your schedule, three to five hours a week that you carve out and protect for your writing, for bringing your book forward. So that would be my tip uh, to start the show off is to really carve out time in your schedule. And a second tip, I have a second tip bubbling up too. And it's to, as you're creating the book, really think about who it's designed to serve. Something you're going to discover about our guest today, he's so good at looking at who he's serving and bringing that content information forward. He's very, very clear on that. And I think that's something that's really important when you're creating the content, remember who it's for and make sure that you're building in in a way that it will serve that audience. So those are a couple of tips or readers I can, I can give you as we start the show. While you are connecting in and processing those tips, I want to encourage you to take a breath. When you get so busy, I encourage you to slow down for a moment and really connect in. Choose to be present. This is a time for you to be supported and poured into and encouraged on your journey. So feel that support, breathe that in and allow room and space to put on the, the learning hat <laughs> where you're open, your ears are open to listen and to gain tips and wisdom and insight. You don't have to be the expert right now. You get to be poured into and filled up. And sometimes um, we forget that we're so used to being uh, expert in the things that we're doing. It's nice to relax and breathe and, and allow support to come in. So I just want to encourage you to do that and let that come in and be with you today. And an extra credit bonus tip, 
for today is to have a paper and pen ready, be available to take notes as those thoughts come up from what our guest is sharing with you or something as you're processing that that bubbles up within you. Capture that, write it down. Uh, That helps bring it into reality. And it's so easy to forget that amazing thought and move on to the next thing. If you write it down, you've got it. You captured it. You can come back to later, go deeper if you want. So take a moment to um, breathe, center, get your favorite writing utensil, paper out. I encourage you, old school writing, there's a connection between writing with your hand and your heart that is pretty powerful. So I encourage you to leverage that opportunity today. Welcome. Thrilled to have you joining us. And let me introduce our amazing guest. His name is Dr. R.J. Jackson. He goes by Dr. R.J. And he has worked with thousands of teenagers through orthodontics, mentoring, community leadership, and is a nationally known certified teen life coach. He's a number one international bestselling author of multiple books. He is a TikTok influencer, and I'll let him share those numbers a little bit later on because they keep growing. (laughs) He is a a podcast host and a sought-after speaker and workshop leader and is absolutely passionate about helping teens reach and achieve their greatness. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful and dynamic Dr. R.J. Jackson. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, you are very, very welcome. Thrilled to have you joining us today. And I wanted to start our conversation with why, why this passion for teens? You know, um, it, it started off uh, early, early in life because whenever my mom was pregnant with me, she told me this story, and, and I believe it today. I didn't mm. believe it for a while, but I actually believe it. But uh, she told me this story that whenever she was pregnant with me, that an angel appeared to her and told her that the child you're carrying will change a generation. And that stuck with me um, throughout my entire life. And when I was a teenager, I remember this, like, lost state, longing for someone to talk to and, uh, you know, trying to understand the things I was going through. And I just felt, as I continued to grow and develop, that I've always had a heart for that population. And when I was in college, Mm -hmm. I worked with teenagers. I was in dental school, in residency, and even as an orthodontist, I was always focused on teenagers. Um, So I truly believe it is my mission uh, to impact uh, a generation. Mm. I I just celebrate that, and thank you for sharing that. That's the first time I've heard heard that um, story and that history from you, and I just so appreciate knowing that about you and that clarity of mission that it has been given to you and to me, you know, it's one thing to have a calling on your heart and to be given a mission, but it doesn't mean we always say yes and do it. (laughs) And you have said yes and are claiming that and committed to really um, supporting a, a generation in this way. And I just thank you for your work and your willingness to stand in that place. Oh no! It's it's, it's uh, you know that's the beauty about uh, purpose uh, is that mm-hmm. it's it's something that that pulls you 
Um, so it's not uh, all on you. Yes. Yeah, because that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so I love <laughs> that you have that support <laughs> as you align with your mission and purpose. Uh, that's just so, so beautiful. And you do your your impact on teens and your special connection with them and really able to support them has shown up in so many different ways. And from the books that you have brought forward multiple books from the coaching you do, the mentoring do, the um, following that you have on your podcast and uh, the influence you carry on TikTok to me are all testaments of, um, yes, you're, you're on mission, you're on purpose, and you're resonating with those you are called to serve and helping parents with the teens too, because that ties in. <laughs> so um, I, I just appreciate the work you're doing. And today, we're going to kind of focus in on your most recent book, Parenting Happy Teens. It's an inside job that became a number one international bestseller in 29 categories multiple countries and number 10 I'm sorry number one in 10 categories which is just is huge huge to be um, received so powerfully so um, I, I'm going to leave that as a little bit of a cliffhanger because we're going to get ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I hope you are leaning in, writing down questions you have about teens and books and um, answering that call that mission and saying yes and wanting to your purpose. And we will continue our conversation in just a moment. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit SamYaoPoetry.com. That's SamYaoPoetry.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you took those moments to really think about have you felt that call, that mission, that purpose? Are you leaning in? Are you saying yes? Are you fully embracing the mission? Cause you have choice in there. And I, I feel like Dr. RJ is just such a, a beautiful example of honoring that call, that mission all in <laughs> bringing it forward and aligning with it step-by-step. Step. And one of the ways that he has uh, said yes is bringing his information and insight and content forward in multiple formats and multiple ways. He's also created an ongoing dialogue with teens through his podcast and TikTok and, and other ways that he, he is sharing out in the world. And what strikes me in that is this commitment to 
use multiple avenues, not just one avenue to reach people. And so I'm curious in that, that commitment that you've made to reach out in multiple ways, including books, why was writing and and bringing books forward an important part of that way of reaching people? Yeah, you know, it's almost like a natural progression. It's like you have Mm -hmm. a message that it's inside of you and you want the world to hear it. You want the world to be impacted by it. And yes, today we have so many forms of getting a message out there, um, but it's just nothing to me like actually writing and and putting into a a book format. I really believe uh, it's powerful. Um, You know, if the internet goes out, (laughs) you know, uh, books will be around and it's just something about having it in a written form that brings a a higher level of impact. Mm, Beautiful. And and then you decided to do multiple books. So you um, did a book originally, and it was for um, a little bit younger age group, the early teens, (laughs) a little bit before, and then um, have brought forward your most recent book, which is Parenting Happy Teens. It's an inside job explanation point. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about why this book um, in particular and what you're hoping it would do for, for teens and their parents. Yeah, you know, I've been coaching for almost a decade, and early in my coaching career, I discovered there was a missing piece to a transformation for from a child, and that was the parents. Mm. Um, you know, the parents, the child would change, but the parents, um, you know, would would use certain communication and certain strategies that didn't resonate with today's teenager. Um, and so really that disconnect really would prevent the relationship from growing. So early on, we started incorporating parents into our coaching process, and it, it was night and day. I mean, we had immediate success, mm-hmm. uh, over 99% success, because the parents are starting to see their children differently. And I'd love to share a story, story with you about that. It's actually a pretty recent oh, one. Oh, please. Um, of an, yeah, please. Yeah, this is an example of just the disconnect um, you know, that exists between parents and teenagers. So basically, we have a child that uh, would not turn in their homework. It would drive the parents insane. Parents were mad, angry. They yelled. It didn't work. They took away his phone. That didn't work. Uh, they punished him. They did everything you would think of uh, whenever you have a parent who's, who's at their end. And so when they, when they, when they started to uh, seek me out, we started coaching the teenager. And then we realized that, wait a minute, the teenager uh, is not being disrespectful. The teenager is not purposely trying to anger you. The teenager... Uh, didn't want to turn in the homework because the, t- the kids in the class would make fun of him. You know, he, d- he didn't do well mm. on the test, and they would come look at his, his, his homework, and, uh, and it wasn't a good grade, and they would make fun of him. So he, he thought, hey, if I don't turn it in, then um, no one can really make fun of me because I didn't even try. And once the parent mm. discovered that, it completely changed their perspective about their teenager. So, yeah, so parents by far uh, are part of our process now, and uh, we have great success with that. 
Oh, thank you for for sharing that. Yeah, because we can have a very different perspective <laughs> on what the situation is and what the solution is. So I I love that. Um, beautiful share. Thank you for for that story. And um, I think it adds this perhaps pausing and being curious as to why that behavior is continuing versus um, assuming it's trying to drive you crazy. Because <laughs> I think we can think absolutely. That, um, and that was the motivation behind the book. You know, I <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. cut you off there. But that was the motivation behind the book. Um, you know, once I re- recognized that, wait a minute, parents have such a uh, important role in this entire process with yeah. teenagers. So I really wanted to share a lot of practical uh, information that would help uh, parents. Mm, I, I love it. So, it, it, kind of bridging off of that, um, that practical information, really getting tips. What are some of your your favorite parts about this book that are designed to perhaps expand the um, perspective or the view of parents of, of teens and teens for parents? Kind of how are you bringing those groups together a little bit in this book and helping them connect? Yeah, I think the first step. Um, this book is, 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 is designed to share is just awareness. So, you know, mm-hmm. oftentimes I call them blind spots. You know, I'm a parent, so I get it. Uh, we have blind spots, you know, things that we're just completely unaware of. So this book, number one, wants to bring out uh, your, your blind spots, things to start paying attention to. I mean, even in the title, that happiness is an inside job. That is super, super uh, mm-hmm. important for any human to understand is that they do have a role in their overall happiness and is not waiting for some event to happen in life or is not waiting for some person to change, but yet you can be the cause uh, of your own happiness. So the book really spells out uh, everything from your thoughts and how to manage those thoughts to emotions that you experience. Beautiful. And I, and I love that you have some shares from your, your podcast show, even in the book as well, where it's these conversations you have with teens. Do you mind sharing a little bit about your podcast and some of those elements that were included um, in the book from there? Sure. Yeah. So I have a podcast. It's called A Teen's Perspective, and it's mm-hmm. designed to help parents um, start to understand their teenager. So part of uh, one of our uh, seasons on the podcast was sharing my live coaching sessions with teenagers. I'm a big believer in group coaching as it relates to teenagers because they can learn from each other. They also have immediate buy-in when they see their peers. But I, was, mm-hmm. I started to share those actual live sessions. And we talk about it in the book. And in the book, we share uh, all the different topics that come up. And you know, it's, it's pretty amazing uh, the teenagers' views on things. And how it can, complete, mm-hmm. can be completely separate uh, than the parent. In other words, um, you know, both parents and the child may share a value. So let's say, for instance, my value is fun. Um, parents share fun. Teenagers share fun. Problem is the definition of fun is very, very different. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, really getting to understand your team can absolutely grow the relationship. Mm. I love it. I love that there's so many ways that people can uh, lean in and, and gain that understanding and uh, that insight and that you included so much of that in your book. So I love just kind of going back to, to mission and purpose. I feel like you had that for this book and you chose to include that information and that awareness and those conversations to help there be a greater understanding to support the teens in um, moving forward and really 
really stepping into their greatness and the way they're made. Um, so I appreciate that. And I was thinking just from the those who are looking to bring their books perspective, this is really great to pay attention to and check in on and see, are you on mission for what you were called to bring forward in the book, who you're trying to reach and the elements that you're weaving into it, including is that helping support who you're trying to reach with a book. So sometimes we have our perspective, but we're in the picture frame. We're not outside the picture frame and we want to make sure the content is connecting with our readers. And so I'm curious what advice you might give us around that. Cause I feel like you're very, very good at that and you really know how to do that for those you serve. So how, how do you, what suggestions do you have around that? Yeah, you know, I, I believe that whenever you're working with a group of, uh, of an audience of some sort, you know, there, and there's passion associated with it, you truly become inundated in this audience. You start to learn everything that, it, that is possible to know about this audience. You feel connected with them. And that's how I feel with teenagers. Uh, in fact, I, uh, I do a lot of studying and reading of of uh, research uh, with psychologists, and it's very, mm-hmm. it was very interesting. It caught my eye that, you know, uh, a lot of these studies are, their average study size or sample size is about 300 to 500 teenagers. So that means they are, uh, you know, trying something out with this amount of teenagers, and then they're concluding based on 300 teenagers. Well, in my experience, I've coached over 5,000, so I have this wealth of knowledge uh, that is super, super impactful and super helpful to the parents. So it, it, it's almost like a natural thing for me to want to share all of my experiences with this group of people. Yeah, and really help them because they're dealing with one or two or three teenagers, not 5,000. They don't have that pool of experience to to tap into and uh, get, get support in. Um, so I, I love that. And when you think about the book, and I know that you made a decision to have your picture on, on the cover and how you designed that and how you, the elements you chose on the cover for the impact and the feel, uh, I'd love for you to share a little bit about about that and how does that tie into what the book's about and what you're hoping it does in the world? You know, that's a great question. You know, uh, when we're coming to the uh, decision on what the book cover would look like, uh, the first book I, I wrote, uh, I chose more of a uh, image that would speak to, the, speak to the audience as far as a young kid. And uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have my face on it. Uh, it was just a, more of a cartoon style of a, a cover. But this one, I mm-hmm. chose to use my own image, uh, mainly because I, I wanted to, to, to um, step into the role that I'm in. You know, I am an expert in mm-hmm. this field. There's no denying it. I've coached, like I mentioned, for over, you know, almost 10 mm-hmm. years, over 5,000 teenagers. There's not another person I've ever met who's coached that many teenagers. So I really wanted to, uh, you know, almost solidify, um, you know, my expertise in this field. And that's why I really chose to go with my my own uh, image. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's it's really important. And I don't know that we really look at, you know, do we put our image on or what image are we choosing? And, and what is the positioning, the strategy, the thought behind that? And, and I think those are great things and that willingness to claim that space and really own it. And I think it also creates a connection with you by you being the um, holding the container of the the um 
the bridge, the image is kind of that bridge to the audience, to the listeners, to um, the readers, depending on all the different formats that people are connecting in with your your book and its content. And to me, it's that a personal connection you're creating too. So that expertise, that personal connection, you're willing to connect directly and hold that space. And then I know you decided to do kind of a, a black and, and white look. So I'd love to know a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, that one uh, wasn't much of a lot of uh, energy that went into that decision, color versus black and white. Uh, I really mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, chose what just felt right. You know, I got a chance to actually see both mm. images, uh, and I just felt mm-hmm. like the black and white just really, um, you know, it, it just resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. So honoring the feeling, too, but not overthinking, because we can do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I remember the first time I had to choose a logo and it literally slowed me down. This is like super early in my career. And I remember mm-hmm. spending literally three, four weeks on just trying to decide on which logo to choose. And, you know, a- after I chose the logo and moved forward and started the business, I realized like, wait a minute, I, I wasted four weeks, you know, over something that, you know, is-, is not as important. So yeah, you're right. Overthinking can absolutely slow you down from accomplishing a goal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Good, good tip. <laughs> Beautiful. No, I'm writing it down, actually. No overthinking. <laughs> so great, great tip. Uh, beautiful. And then as you're thinking uh, about your book and, and all that is in it brought forward, are there any things that maybe surprised you? Because this isn't your first book. It isn't your first best-selling launch that you've done. It wasn't your first time through all of that. Um, so on this journey, was there anything that you discovered or you learned um, or had a different view on um, from that that you'd like to share with our listeners that could support them on their journey? Yeah, you know, uh, what, what really stood out to me was just the, the, the uh, uh, level of a need. You know, I knew that it was important for parents to receive coaching and to try to understand their teenager. Um, but I did not realize that there was a lot of parents who've been looking for this or have been wanting this. So mm. that was really the biggest shock to me is that whenever we launched it, I had so many parents contacting me and telling me, thank you. They've been wanting something like this. They've been needing something like this. Uh, so I was pretty excited about this idea of, of really putting something out there even though you don't really come across a lot of people asking for it. I didn't see, you know, I did some market research, and I didn't see a lot of parents asking for it. It wasn't until it was already out, my book was out, and parents mm-hmm. started to read it. They were like, oh, thank you. I've been needing this. So that was really shocking mm-hmm. to me. Oh, how beautiful that is. You were ahead of that curve almost in a sense that they knew they <laughs> needed something but hadn't perhaps quite identified um, what that was, and you were able to see the gap, bring it forward in a way that they leaned in and and got the help and support. So I think that's that's great to really again trust your gut, trust the information that you're you're called to to bring forward. Very very cool. Now like we are that. getting. Oh please. Yeah, I was going to just say you know yeah. to the audience um, that yes, it's important to do research and market research and all that. But if you truly are passionate about something and you have a message, I always encourage people to put it out there. You know, um, you, you do not have, you really do not know the impact that you can have, even though they're not already asking for it. They could be asking for it in their mind. So it's, it's super important to put it out. Mm. Beautiful. 
Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Um, Because, you know, you know what you know that you know. (laughs) Honor that. Trust it. bring bring it forward. But I I agree. I mean, I think it's important to have that market research, to have information, but at the end of the day, to really follow your passion and what you've been given to bring forward and um, create and um, trust that it'll, it'll come to the right places that it is supposed to be. Um, So I love that. And I love that you got right away such an immediate response. So not only did they have that gap in need that they weren't quite aware they were looking for, um, but boy, they recognized it when it happened immediately. Um, and so to me, it just, again, reaffirms you listening and, and following. So as we get ready to go to our next commercial break, listeners, I want you to think about what are those things that you know that you know that you know <laughs> that are pulling at you to bring forward and just take a moment to, to feel in. And we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just a moment. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Join Rebecca Hall Greider every week for her new podcast, The Author's Journey. Spend some time getting to know best-selling expert authors, discuss and listen to their journey, and find out what works for them and what hasn't. If you're an aspiring author, you'll want to hear their amazing tips that help you in your own author's journey. Each program helps you discover your own gifts and bring them and your message forward. The Author's Journey. Listen for new episodes on the Voice America Variety Channel. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those couple moments to process all of what Dr. RJ has been sharing with us and see kind of what that's sparking within you. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to lean into connecting with Dr. RJ further at a deeper level, how to tap into some of his resources. So we're going to talk about that in a moment, as well as any of his upcoming projects. So we're in the know and can be looking forward to them with anticipation. We're going to talk about that. But before we get into all of that, I wanted to see if you had a final tip or piece of advice for any of our writers out there to help them really serve the people they're called to serve, really step into bringing their information forward in a book. What Any final tips or thoughts that you would give to them? Yeah, you know, I want to share them uh, with my mentor shared with me. Uh, this was, you know, years ago whenever I was making the decision to leave orthodontics and, you know, really focus 100% on coaching, um, he challenged me. And he challenged me in a way that really caught me off guard. And he said to me, um, you know, he actually told me, he said, hey, you are the reason teenagers are suffering. And when he told me that, like, it really hit me in in a way that, you know, it made so much sense. He's like, you're right. Like, I have this gift. I have this passion. 
but I'm worried about like timing and I'm worried about oh money and I'm worried about all these things. But like, wait a minute, there are a group of people suffering and you can help them. So step into it. So I want to share with the readers uh, or the audience that if you have something on your heart that you're passionate about, that you believe that can serve someone, you know, uh, don't allow them to continue to suffer. Get it out. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. And I'm thinking, um, I'm just, I was just taking that in as you were sharing that too, and it really it touched my heart. And what a powerful perspective to have that if we can help ease that suffering, we have a gifting. There's a, there's a responsibility there to, to share, to, to bring it forward. And there's an urgency. And, um, to me that share taps into that and is a really timely and important reminder for all of us. Um, thank you for, for sharing that. And, also, I would love to tap into a final piece of wisdom or advice around um, teens and parents, because I know that's just such an area of expertise. And as we're looking at February and um, maybe continuing the momentum we had at the beginning of the year, do you have any final tip or advice or suggestion for um, parents or teens or both today? Yeah, it's really for parents. You know, I always tell parents that, you know, our emotions uh, are very natural. And there's things that our children will do that will absolutely drive us insane. <laughs> but there's also <laughs> things that they do um, that would, you know, if we, if we stop and focus on, we'll see that it's, it's amazing. So I always encourage parents, um, you know, I don't want to to have a parent believing that it's, you know, that it's possible to never get upset. But it, what I always encourage them is to bring the same level of intensity that you're bringing when you're upset and they're doing something wrong, bring that same level of intensity when they're doing something right. Like celebrate them, like really, you know, go to the extreme of being happy when they do something that, um, that you're proud of or that they're proud of or that even something that you didn't have to even uh, bring up to them. You know, some, so many kids are not, uh, choosing to pursue drugs or vaping, but they get, you know, but the parents just expect that that's the case, but no, that's not the case. So many of their peers are doing it. So celebrate them like that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. So I always tell parents to try to, if you're going to bring that type of energy when they are messing up, bring the same energy, if not more to when they're doing the right thing. Mm. Great, great tip. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Beautiful. Well, I'd love for you to share, are there upcoming projects or things that you are doing or bringing forward in 2022 that uh, you'd like to share with us? Absolutely. I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to bring forward uh, Christian coaching. So essentially what mm. this is about, and, you know, just some of my uh, kind of background, so I'm a Christian, um, but I actually practice Christianity very differently. Uh, mainly because I went on a two-year study of the scriptures or the Bible myself. I just kind of just did it myself. I was like, I want to study everything about this. And I discovered so much beauty and so many things that I've never been taught. So I really want to uh, help teenagers, especially, live the life they want to live for Christ. And it's very difficult to do. Mm. Uh, you know, in fact, one of the scriptures in the Bible talks about Paul saying, that what I want to do, I don't. What I don't want to do, I do. And that's really where I can help because that's a lot of the subconscious. That is, you know, controlling or managing those thoughts. 
Um, and today's society, especially with teenagers, uh, it's very difficult for them to make, to draw the line in the sand and make that stand say, hey, I'm going to choose uh, what is right. So I want to be able to coach them through that. Um, so that's going to be my next project I'm super, super excited about. Oh, well, congratulations. I'm excited about that and what you're going to bring into into that space and, and make such a powerful difference to really give them support um, in that. And that's just what an amazing foundation for life to have support in that and clarity and be able to to do those right things and really step into their brilliance and their greatness all together. I, I just, I, I'm excited. So congratulations. We'll be watching for that. And what is the best way for people to connect in with you and go deeper and maybe tap into some of these resources or follow you? What are the best ways? Yeah, so one is my website is drrjjackson.com. Uh, another option is to, especially for teenagers especially, is to follow me on TikTok. You know, we have over, well, close to 600,000 uh, followers, at, at, you know, today. Uh, but as you mentioned earlier, it's constantly growing. Um, so mm-hmm. you can follow me at the, T-H-E-D-R-R-J, so the Dr. R-J. Uh, and those are the, by far the two best places uh, to connect with me. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing. I appreciate it. And I celebrate all that you have done and are doing and are bringing forward listeners. I hope you've gotten some great tips and insights. And I know I was just really struck by that reminder that there are people suffering that we could help because we hold back and worry about doing it just right or the timing or that kind of thing. And yet we're uniquely made and designed to make a difference there. And so I hope that you heard that and that that helps encourage you to lean into your calling in those areas that you can help and ease suffering and make life better by bringing forward those things that you are called to bring forward and that there is an urgency. It does matter. Um, So I want to echo that. And that really struck me in our conversation today. If you are looking to get Dr. RJ's books as well, they are on Amazon. Um, You can find them under, uh, you can look them up under, right, right, Dr. RJ, under Dr. RJ Jackson, if they were wanting to get the books. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And it's also on Amazon. Perfect. Perfect. So they can find those on Amazon and um, get their, your, get your copy and you can look at his cover. You can do a little bit of pre-look at some of the things that, that we talked about today. So I think that's always great to be able to see that in action. Uh, so don't forget that's available as well. And I hope you all have an amazing week that you take a couple moments at the end of the show to write down some thoughts, use two to five maybe even 10 minutes after the show to really do a little bit of brainstorming and see what steps you can take to bring your message forward. Honored to be on the journey with all of you. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 